Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Preserve and protect your health by listening live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Well, hello, listeners. Today is January 21st, 2015. I'm so glad that you're joining us today. We're going to explore something new, and it has to do with improving the quality of our health care. And this is something that's important to everyone. My special guest today is Bruce Bennett. He's the Vice President of Scott Clark Medical. And they stand on the forefront of some of the most innovative breakthroughs in their field. We're going to talk about FMCP technologies. And again, this is groundbreaking. It will help hospitals run smoothly and keep them powered up 24-7. So we're going to be talking about the powerful CAPS power system. Now I'd like to bring on to our show Bruce. Hello, Bruce, and thank you for joining us today. Hello, Denise. Thank you very much for having me. I'd like to start my show out with asking my guest, how did you happen to get on the path that you're on today? I'm sorry, again, I I didn't catch everything you said. How how did you get on the path that you're on today? Oh, um, in healthcare. I've been uh, I've been in healthcare for uh about 30 years now and um I started uh by selling um medic- medical equipment with Brentwood Instruments in Torrance, California. And oh. I moved in I moved into um a, a position with uh Grandview Medical Center in Dayton, Ohio from from there and then moved back here to the East Coast and have been here ever since. Great story. You're very dedicated to your field, that's for sure. Well, uh, you know, healthcare is an exciting field to be in, um, on, and I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been employed by uh, providers, which you know, or hospitals, and I've also, um, you know, been in sales for many of those years uh, with a number of different uh, companies, and you know, I've seen a lot of changes over the years in healthcare and. Uh, you know, I think this is a real interesting time to be in the field, uh, you know, for a lot of reasons because, uh, you know, uh, it's really a um, uh, a field that a lot of people are talking about. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of it's a lot of renewed interest from uh, folks like you and me, you know, just patients of uh, 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 that are in the healthcare system and, and that want to, uh, you know, know more about the treatment and know more and more about their health and, 
there's a lot more uh there's a lot more focus on being healthy and uh, creating a healthy community and that's where you know a lot of uh healthcare systems are 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 moving mhm well you know as a society we're moving out um at a tremendous pace with technology and as a patient or as an employee or as an owner of a medical facility, obviously these advances save money as well as save lives. Now you have uh, what's called FMCP technology. Why don't you tell our listeners what that is? Sure. Um, FMCP is a technology that uh, was pioneered by my company. Um, and the reason why we decided it was important was uh, we were in the medical uh, computing cart industry for a number of years. Uh, when I came to the company in 2002, they'd already been established for uh, more than five years in that industry, which was a fledgling industry at the time. Um, and you know, uh, computing carts are great, and uh, and and they really um, are uh, an efficient way to take uh, information to the point of care. Uh, and they're mostly used by clinicians, nurses, and technicians, uh, intake people, and uh, doctors within the hospital. And they provide a workspace that's, um, of course, mobile. And the uh, the problem with that was. Uh, once you leave wall power, you have to depend on batteries. And the battery systems of the past uh, left a lot to be desired. And we decided to create a system that um, was unique, uh, that um, uh, lasted a long uh, a long amount of years, uh, had, had longevity, and also packed a, a, a lot of power for uh, people to use so that they could spend a lot of time uh, doing the the charting at the point of care instead of worrying about um, their batteries going dead, losing information, and having to plug back into the wall. So um, we developed this over about a three-year period of time and brought it to the market at the beginning of uh, 2014. And it's a technology that um, powers uh, mobile computing carts, either brand-new carts or we can retrofit them in the field. And we've also found uh, a lot of other areas where hospitals uh, have uh, come to us and asked us to adapt our system for different types of battery-powered mobile equipment inside the enterprise. So what makes your batteries different from what's out in the the, um, hospital situation now? Yeah, good question. most most of what's out in hospitals now is a standard uh, type of battery, and the batteries are um, have very short lives, uh, and they also, um, because of the way that they are used, they deplete in energy very quickly. So um, something that might have quite a bit of energy today when you first buy it, six months down the road, you're already starting to see uh, you know a, a, a degradation. And the amount of power it has. Our system uh, uses a uh, lithium uh, phosphate battery. Uh, We can have two batteries on the cart. And the unique part about our system is our batteries can be swapped for fresh batteries or can be charged right on the cart. 
also uh, there's no worries about the batteries ever going dead. Uh, we have a, a five-year warranty on the system, which is unique in the industry. And um, you know, overall, uh, the operation and the uh, uh, the work, the way our, our our system works, is head and shoulders about above anything that's out in the industry right now. What is the cost savings by using your system? There is no cost savings. There's efficiencies, and um, it, it's just a, uh, a headache-free way to do things. But the cost of our our battery system is about the same as everyone else's up front. Um, now, in the long term, uh, there, uh, depending on how many times you'd have to replace a battery cell in your system during the lifetime of your uh, of your equipment, there, you may find that there are uh, uh, cost savings that way in, in your operation of the system. But the price of our system is uh, right around the same as the uh, standard uh, uh, batteries that come on uh, mobile carts in the industry today. That's a good thing. When you, when you think about how hospitals are trying to save money all the time. Well, I mean, yeah, they do. They, it's important to hospitals to save money, but efficiencies and um, uh, you know, one we found in one in one situation that uh, nurses in the in the hospital that we were working with reported that this was their number one concern, uh, that they couldn't find equipment that worked. And it was affecting their MUSE scores, and it was affecting, uh, you know, the uh, basically the uh, morale of the nursing and, and clinical staff because uh, they just didn't have equipment that worked. And we came in and uh, raised their MUSE scores by uh, 25 points, and uh, you know, completely solve the problem so that now they they report the number one non-concern that they have is with this equipment. Uh, you know, so it's there is a radical change that we can affect with, uh, with with our FMCP technology, and it's not all in cost savings. A lot of it is uh, intangible, in that um, you know it's just a better way to uh, to do things. And uh, the cost of, of equipment like this in the scheme of uh, what a hospital spends on its electronic medical record system is uh, very minuscule, very small. It, mm -hmm. really, uh, it, it really is a, uh, a, a tiny cost in a great, in, in a great big um, uh, you know, expense that the hospital takes on. Yeah, I've definitely noticed how the nursing staff... Um, there's so many different jobs now. In other words, one person comes in with a cart to take someone's temperature, and then they, they leave the room. Then another person comes in with a different cart to, to, to give the medications, and then somebody else comes in. I mean, it's just, if you've ever been in a patient room for any period of time, it has changed dramatically. Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I had a chance to... Um to really understand it uh, uh, firsthand, I had um, uh, an attack in the night um, uh, early in uh, last year, in January of last year, and had to go to hospital in an yeah. ice storm. Um, oh, but uh, you know, I was in the, I was in the emergency room, and uh, you know, an intake person came. You know, in the old days they make you wait. You're sitting out. You're filling out paperwork. They're looking at your cards. 
uh, you know, they brought me right back and they put me on monitors. You know, it was my gallbladder, so I was in quite a bit of pain. And, um, you know, they the, the a young lady came in with a cart and she took all my information. And eventually I got up on the floor waiting, you know, for my uh, procedure the next morning. And a nurse came in in the night and she had a cart and she put all the information. <laughs> and I said, how do you? How do you, how do you like I said how do you like that she was uh, you know she was an an older an older nurse and I said uh-huh. how do you like using that and she said um, you know I really don't uh, I you know it's it you know it's it's harder that we have to you know put everything at the point of care but you know I see the benefit of it you know I see the benefit of it and she said and the more and it's and the more and more that we're using it and the more it's more it's available. Um, I think, you know, that uh, I'm getting used to the, uh, you know, using the carts. But you're right. I mean, there's not only, um, you know, carts in facilities, but, you know, facilities have uh, computers in the rooms now. They have handheld devices that doctors and nurses can use. There's all different ways for uh, clinicians to input information into the system that weren't available, you know, 15 or 20 years ago. Yes, I I've spoken with many physicians, um, particularly the older ones, and some of them have been able to adapt, and others just have retired. Yeah, well, I think it's a misnomer, um, you know. And again, it's it's the the age. It, it depends on what you're calling older, but it's a misnomer to say that older um, people aren't um, computer savvy because, you know, a no, lot no, of older. A lot of older folks are um, online. They're using um, the yeah, Facebook and other types of things, and uh, you know a lot. Uh, and and I I I know a lot of uh, my friends or my age have you know Androids, um, you know, or uh, iPhones, and are using those all the times and use all the applications on those. And you know, I think I think that uh, younger folks are are brought up with the technology, and therefore it's easier for them. But I think yes. uh, you know a lot. A lot of older people are um, very computer savvy, and I don't think that uh, bringing in um, a uh, a computer system on wheels is, is um, it bothers them much at all. That that part of it, I don't I don't really see happening. Mm-hmm. The the actual computer inputting is what bothers quite a few of them. Because like I said, I've actually interviewed them. Um, they just don't. They just don't want to add to their their days of work. I mean, it, it's increased the hours that they have to work. So whether they they're computer savvy or not, it's not something that they wish to do. You know, they're, they're taking sixty, seventy hour weeks and having to work a lot more than that. So that was just the point I was trying to bring. Bring okay. forward this. It's kind of off topic. Um, why did you guys develop this new battery? Why did we? Um, mm-hmm. As I said earlier, um, you know, the uh, in in the mobile card industry or what uh, hospitals call WOW, you uh, you have a majority of your carts uh, have uh, some type of power on board to keep them running uh, while they are mobile. Um, obviously, you can't have an extension cord running, you know, through the halls and, um, you know, into people's rooms and that type of thing. So they have to have some type of battery. In the past, batteries have been a problem with carts, a major problem. Um, and I think almost every hospital 
uh, executive that uh, that understands that problem will tell you, you know, that they that, that they have the same problem in their hospitals. And I don't know that they know that there's a um, uh, a solution out there, but um, you know, we decided. Uh, that uh, moving forward, the, the the biggest benefit we could give to our uh, potential customers was to build a power system that worked right all the time and that uh, gave them a choice of swapping a battery with a fresh battery or charging the battery on the cart. And that's the real, the real reason why we uh, decided to build the power system um, and, you know, the fact that it um, is so much better than what's out there uh, is, you know, a, um, I think a telling um, statement because of the fact that a lot of the cart manufacturers that are out there, a lot of manufacturers of equipment, don't really bother with the batteries. It has to be mobile, but they're not concerned about the batteries, and they're not battery companies. So they, um, they contract with battery companies to build batteries, and the batteries that they have, they get are somewhat stock and standard. And, you know, that's not the way equipment works. I'm not a, uh, a, a technician. I'm not an engineer. But, um, you know, the way that uh, uh, computers and, and, and monitors and other things work on a car uh, really is a lot different than um, the, what, what these batteries were meant to power. And therefore, there's a lot of problems um, inherent in in putting these batteries onto carts. Our battery uh, our battery system is specifically made for mobility, um, and it really solves just about every problem that hospitals have with uh, and nurses and hospital executives have with uh, mobile carts having to be uh, plugged into the wall all the time because of the fact that the batteries aren't uh, aren't aren't doing the job they supposed they were supposed to do. Now, can they adapt to to a lot of the equipment that the hospitals currently own? Yeah, you know, to? it's it's not limited to um, to mobile computing carts. Um, uh, there is a application that we found uh, that actually a, a large hospital system brought to us, and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen these vital sign monitors on a pole that uh, that, that uh, technicians walk mm. around with, and they take um, yes. in your in their room. They come in. You talked about it earlier. They come in and they take yes. your blood pressure, and mm-hmm. it goes into the it goes into the into this uh, Dynamap, or um, I mean that's a, that's a product name, but it goes into a vital signs monitor, and the vital sign monitor transfers it to a computer. <coughs> Excuse me. In this case, it's called a uh, cap neuron computer, capsule neuron computer, and the capsule neuron and the vital sign um, monitor uh, each require a battery. And the uh, problems that nurses were having were um, overwhelming with the, with, with this setup. Um, and it's a very good way. Um, both products are are very fine products, and it's a very good way to get vital signs uh, right into your uh, your record um, without having to enter anything. So um, they came to us and they asked us, you know, can we solve this problem? And we took a look at it and we put one of our um, single battery systems, FMCP power systems, on and, tri- and trialed it last year. And they began, uh, began ordering them in uh, large numbers toward the end of the year. And uh, nurses have reported uh, that, uh, in fact, nurse managers have reported to me that the nurses fight each other for the uh, polls so the quicker that we... We, the quicker we can get 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 um, the job done, the, the better. And of course, you know, uh, if there there's a big um, uh, 
there, there's a big um, uh, drop off between you know nurses and finance people. You know the finance people are uh, see the dollars and cents to put the the product on, and the nurses, of course, they'd like to have everything that makes uh, makes their job better. Well, you know they're asking nurses to do more and more. I have a friend that's a nurse, and it's getting pretty tough. You know, they they've been cutting back on the staff, and then the, the ones that that are still there. So that's why your technology can be very helpful because they don't have to repeat the steps as a result of a battery failure. Yeah, I mean, exactly, and that and and it goes right back to the earlier question you asked. You know, what does it mean when a nurse goes, you know, and and, and charts at a computer for? 10 or 15 minutes and puts a lot of vital information in the, into it and all of a sudden the battery quits and all her information is gone or all his information on being sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, uh, it, it, it can be very frustrating to them and, you know, the hospital is asking them to embrace new, uh, this new technology, the uh, electronic medical record, of course, that everybody's talking about, um, you know, which is part of uh, the American uh, Recovery Act, Um and, uh, you know, the government's put a lot of money into uh, technology uh, for hospitals. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it comes, it, it all, the whole thing comes down on the person that actually has to use it. And in most cases, that's nurses. And as you said, you know, nurses are uh, already taxed to the maximum. Uh, you know, hospitals are cutting back on staff. Um, you know, nurses have uh, have to do a bigger job today than they did even you know ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, giving them something that's reliable and something they don't have to think about or don't have to become an expert on is uh, extremely important to them. And mm-hmm. you know, I think we found a lot of support with um, with nurses and hospitals with our product. Well, sure. I mean, we're going paperless. That's where we're headed. And so the dependency on technology is greater as a result. Well, I mean, there's no way that we're going to um, go back to the way we did things before. Technology is going to move forward at a, um, a you know, at, at, at a pretty fast pace in, in healthcare. And um, you know, it's uh, a lot of hospitals are um, are already. Uh, on top of uh, technology, and they are managing it, managing it very well. And then there's others that are, you know, scrambling to uh, put themselves in a position where they can take advantage of uh, all these advancements in health and in, in technology and healthcare. But um, you know, Hims, we we go to Hims, and we're members of Hims, uh, and it's the largest, um, you know, uh, technology show in in the country. It's healthcare executives, and they. This year will be in, in Chicago, but um, you know it just shows uh, how tremendously the um, uh, the industry is growing. I, I I was talking to their representative and they told me uh, 25% of the exhibitors are uh, first-time exhibitors there. So I mean, there's just a lot of there's a lot of uh, of of new um, product development. There's a lot of new um, companies uh, uh, being born in in the industry every day. And uh, there's a lot of opportunity. You know, there's a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. not only for um, uh, entrepreneurs on our side of the business, but also, um, you know, it's creating uh, 
business, uh, there's creating positions inside hospitals. Um, you know, 15 years ago, there was no such thing as a, a nurse uh, informaticist or a nurse clinical informaticist, and now we have uh, chief medical informatics officers. Um, that position was not uh, was not in a hospital structure uh, when I when I first started in this industry, and now just about every hospital in the United States has at least one, and many have you know two or three within their organization because of the importance of uh, uh, of technology and um, blending the inf- the IT side of the of the house with the clinical side of the house, and so they have a uh, a person that's specified to that particular position. Oh, that's interesting. I, I had no knowledge of that. Oh yeah, and uh, and you see, um, uh, a lot of a lot of schools, a lot of colleges now are giving uh, a a certificate in um, in informatics, um, and I've even seen programs now where you can get a undergraduate or uh, graduate degree in informatics, and you know mostly it's targeted toward um, existing clinicians. It's targeted toward nurses or it's targeted toward doctors. Who uh, who who are interested in technology, and want to manage that side of the business. Um, so yeah, the 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 positions that you'd, you'll see uh, in the hospitals are nurse informaticists, and there's a lot of local um, uh, there's a lot of local organizations and there's national organizations for uh, the, uh, these type of people in the um, in the area that I'm in 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 Pennsylvania. We have um, uh, the Delaware Valley Nursing Computer uh, something or other. It's the it's the organization that um, nurses join here that are a uh, a part of the uh, um, uh, the IT the informatics um, group in their hospitals and they uh, they meet regularly and they 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 pre- they make presentations and these groups are getting larger and larger as uh, more and more hospitals uh you know bring in uh the new, the new technologies that's really interesting really is yeah i wish i knew what that group was i i stumbled over that one D- dvn uh, D- like dvncc dvncc here but they're you know they're 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 regional they're regional to all parts of the country so uh they're more and more um if 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 people are interested in it uh usually you can find those uh you know by going through the 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 hospital IT or nursing department or uh looking them up online mhm mhm that's great so what do you think you guys will be working on next product wise you know I, I think that uh you know we have we have plans to um to move into other areas of um of technology uh in the healthcare in- industry but we want to stay true to our uh, our core industry so um you know we're looking at ways that um uh we can adapt uh computers at the point of care to make them easier and um uh more efficient to use uh, and those are things that um, you know we we've had on the drawing. There's a lot of a lot of products we'd like to um, to bring out, but of course you know we've uh, we've invested uh, a, a, a good deal into FMCP. FMCP mm-hmm. is brand new, and uh, you know a lot of our efforts now are um, focused around um, not only uh, here in the United States but international sales of this product. 
That's great. We have a fairly decent-sized um, research and development department. Do I do? Do I have what? Do you have a fairly um, decent-sized research and development department? <laughs> well, we have a um, we have uh, a, a development department, and um, <clears throat> it really <clears throat> the, most of what we've done. And we've we've brought out a lot of innovations in the uh, in the industry um, since I came aboard with the company back in 2002. Um, we've made changes and we've upgraded product. We've never really patented anything to this uh, to this point. This is the first product we really uh, went through the patent process on. But uh, most of what we do um, uh, comes from uh, a fellow by the name of Jim Boyd, who's our chief technical officer in uh, Burnett, Texas. And you know, we sort of bounce ideas around uh, in in strategy sessions and. He puts together, uh, you know, uh, plans and, uh, and strategies on, on on which ones we want to really pursue, and you know, he has um, he has a fellow working for working for him that does a lot of design and development, and that's really really what what we what we do. Um, you know, we we don't have a um, uh, a, uh, a group of developers and engineers thinking up uh, new product um, information. Uh, we really uh, we really take a lot of uh, what we we get feedback from the field and put it up on a uh, whiteboard and say here's you know where all the gaps are you know and and you know do we want to invest in uh, you know creating a product that will fill that gap and that's really the uh, for for a uh, uh, a smaller company like ours that's really where the um, uh, you, where, where where the uh, you know, the decision making lies is whatever you're what whatever you're going to bring out. Um, you know, what impact will it have on the company? Uh, and and it's unfortunate because you know, uh, in a perfect world, um, everybody would be out developing things that um, you know improve patient care, improve the way things are done inside the hospital, without a thought for um, dollars and cents, but. You know, it 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 really uh, it really uh, comes down to uh, development dollars versus the potential of the product. And you know, uh, that we we've we've done well with the FMCP technology, and um, you know we we want to uh, we want to continue to move the product into the field. There's it's definitely not uh, uh, you know we're just in the beginning stages, so there's a, a huge upside potential with uh, with this product. But at the same time, you know, we don't we don't want to or take our eye off of opportunities that uh, that we may want to uh, bring to the market in the next uh, you know three or four years. I have a question. Um, with the Affordable Care Act, did mm-hmm. they implement did they implement a tax on on medical manufacturing? No. No, they did not. Um, the Affordable Care Act, uh, the part the the part of the F- Affordable Care Act that um, affects our industry is that there is a, a pathway that hospitals have to take uh, if they're going to implement um, the uh, w- technology under what's called meaningful use. And meaningful use is simply uh, the inclusion of um, things like um, 
clinical uh, clinical charting at the point of care, CPOE, it was clinical physician order entry, um, and uh, med checking, you know, checking medications at the point of care, and it's and and there are there's steps and things that they have to um, the hospitals have to go through to, uh, to a check off list so that they can go from one stage to the next stage of meaningful meaningful use. And if they do that, there's incentives that the government gives them. Um, and government really uh, plays a huge uh, uh, role in. Um, in healthcare in the United States, because its um, its its real hammer is is Medicare. Medicare really um, uh, it it affects all all the all setting of prices uh, across the board for what hospitals can charge uh, for different types of procedures. And um, you know, enough, so if you're if you're accepting Medicare and, and you have to as a as a healthcare system. You're mm-hmm. under the scrutiny of the you're the, the, under the scrutiny of the government um, through CMS, which is Medicare's um, basically governing arm, and um, local uh, lo- local um, uh, organizations, state organizations under JACO, which come in and inspect your uh, facility and make sure that you are uh, conforming to all of the many many rules and regulations. That are um, in this industry, so um, you know uh, uh, the government plays a huge, a huge role in um, what hospitals do. And um, the American, uh, the Affordable Care Act has has really pushed a lot of hospitals forward in the use of technology, so that they can comply with the um, the, the government's meaningful use program. Uh, I just don't know where I heard something about a tax on our. Manufacturing that was going to slow it In the beginning, they were going to they were talking about uh, uh, some type of a, um, uh, a, a a tax or a levy on um, on some on some equipment that uh, is used in the hospital, but uh, there was so much um, negative response to it that I think it was dropped as a topic. Um, uh, I don't think that I don't okay. think it ever it ever went through. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's it's good to incentivize. Um, uh, I, I mean, and, and you know, it's uh, government taxes everything. Everything you, that, that you touch, that you know, you're paying a tax to to, to your state or local or, or federal government. So, um, you know, it, they're they're getting their their portion out of health care also. But um, I think that um, you know. That they that, that the, they've incentivized the industry to a great a great deal uh, with with the um, uh, Affordable Care Act through this uh, program, which they call Meaningful Use, which has really spurred uh, hospitals and healthcare systems uh, to um, incorporate new technology into their operations. Hmm. Well, Bruce Bennett, why don't you? Um Tell our listeners where they can get additional information about your products, um, your website, sales information, etc. Sure. If uh, if they're interested in having a look uh, and seeing what what we're all about, our website is uh, www.scott. That's a man's name. S O T T dash Clark C L A R K dot com. 
And um, if they'd like, uh, if they'd like to learn more about um, the systems and, uh, and and would like to contact me, my uh, uh, my email is b bennett. It's my first initial b, and then my last name b e n n e t t at scott clark dot com, or they can call me at six one zero seven five seven eight eight zero one. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on our show today. I know I learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners have as well. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, I uh, also appreciate all of your astute questioning. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, listeners, that pretty much concludes our program for today. Um, Please tune in again next week. We'll have another really interesting show for you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye for now. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have. And follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at KnowledgeWorksPub.com. Be sure to visit GotCancerNowWhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer Now What. <laughs>